Pastor Dave Fukuyama, and I'm the uh, senior pastor here at Mission Valley. And, you know, today is an awesome Sunday, you know, and I keep telling you that baptism Sundays are my favorite Sundays. You know, yes, I'm happy that we're dedicating our facility, but, you know, it gives me such uh, a great joy to participate when somebody declares their faith in Jesus Christ. And, for, you know, with uh, both Marco and Amy, I was privileged to preside over their wedding and then to be a part of her uh, baptism here, which is very, very special to uh, me. And But today is also a day of celebration because we are opening our ministry center. After three long uh, years of work, of having a vision to reach the generation, the day is finally here. And what I want to say to you, and this message is going to be really short. I know, kids, you're here, so I'm going to keep this uh, really short. But our success in, success in ministry is not a result of our effort. Going forward, how we minister to the kids, our success, their success is not based upon effort, but the presence of the living God in everything that we do. And our theme verse for this project was out of Psalm 127, where the psalmist writes, Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with centuries will do no good. You know, God alone is responsible for the success of our ministry. You know, at this time, you know, King David... um, defeated all Israel's enemies. And Israel was living in an unprecedented period of peace. He expanded their borders. And David understood that all of this was done through God's hand, that he had nothing to do with it. And without God, he couldn't have accomplished anything. And so what he's telling his son Solomon is, look, You know, through God, I've accomplished all these things. And God is going to accomplish some great things through you. But never, never forget, never forget that it's only because of him that we could accomplish that. If God is not in what we are doing, our efforts are wasted. Whatever we accomplish here at Mission Valley, it's going to be done by the hand of God. That if God is not with us, if we do not seek God, we are just wasting our energy and time. And so as we move forward with our children's ministry, we will seek the Lord. We will seek the Lord where he wants us to lead our children. We will ask God to raise up people to disciple them, the children and the youth, because they are our next generation. And some of you might be sitting here today. And I pray this celebration um, energizes you and motivates you. And if you've been sitting on the fence for a while, thinking, maybe God wants me to invest in our children. Maybe God wants me to invest in our youth. I hope this will be the day where you step forward and say, I want to be a part of that. And you can do that with God's help. Without God, all our work is useless. And there might be some of you who are sitting here today who are just like Amy, who feel, where is this God that says he loves me? What do you mean without God our work is useful? I don't see God in my life right now. And if he is out there, he's definitely not doing anything worthwhile in my life. And that was Amy's story. 
But what Amy didn't know was there was a loving God that was with her. That was said, you know what? Amy, I love you. I know you can't see it now, but I'm building something. You will be building a family, and you don't even know it now. But I'm going to be with you. And since I'm with you, building your family is not going to be in waste. So she went through all of that, something that none of us would wish on our children. But she was never abandoned by God. God was there saying, Amy, I've got a vision for you. I've got a plan for you. And the family that you are going to build, you can't even imagine because I'm going to be with you. This is the God that we worship today, who we celebrate as we open our facilities for him. He also continues, Solomon also continues and says, It is useful for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to those, um, God gives rest to his loved ones. So our next point is God gives rest to those who trust in his provision. You know, children, Jesus in Sunday school, what is Jesus? Jesus is our shepherd, right, kids? And so if Jesus is our shepherd, what are we? We are the sheep, all right? And did you know that sheep cannot go to sleep unless they feel perfectly, absolutely safe and at peace? If they're a little afraid, a sheep cannot go to sleep. And it is a shepherd's responsibility to make sure that the sheep feel absolutely safe. Because if they don't, if they think there's a predator out there, or if they're fearful of any little thing, a sheep cannot go to sleep. But isn't that like us? How many restful, uh, sleepless nights do we have just worrying about stuff that we have no control of? And we think we have control of so many things, but if you really think about it, how much control do you have in the things that are going on in your life? Parents, how much control do you have in the lives of your children? You might think you have a lot of control, but in reality, we don't. Therefore, what? As sheep... We have to trust in our shepherd. And it's only through God that we get to sleep. John Piper says that God can't accomplish more good for those who trust them while they sleep. Let me repeat that. God can accomplish more good for those who trust him while they sleep than they can accomplish with anxious labor while they're awake. Isn't that great? That God, you know, if we trust God, God could do more when we're asleep than through us when we're just worrying when we're awake. We need to entrust our efforts to God and be at peace with what he could do. And then he goes on to say, okay, how do we build up our families? And he, uh, Solomon says, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from them. Now, I know for some parents, you're saying, well, you know, right now, man, I'm not feeling that. You know, my kids are, I don't feel like my kids are a reward from God. But, you know, our children are a gift from God. And we need to see our children as a gift. They are a reward. And it said, children born to a young man 
are like arrows in a warrior's hand. And when I think of a warrior, this is who I think of. Who do you got? Okay, guys, who's this? Yeah, you're like, who's this, Jordan? That is Link from The Legend of Zelda. And that is my favorite video game. Actually, the only video game I play. And this comes from The Breath of the Wild. But this is a warrior. You see them? He's got his bow and his arrow. And what they say is, children, you are like a warrior, like Link, right? And you're like arrows in his hands. And then he goes on to say, how joyful is a man whose quiver is full of them, and he will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. Next one, please. Now, what's a quiver? A lot of you are saying, well, what's a quiver? Okay, Jordan, what's a quiver? It's a weapon, yeah. It's at that top kind of like uh, satchel there that's holding all of his arrows. So a quiver holds a warrior's arrows. Obviously, you see his wooden shield. It's not that Hylian shield, which is the most powerful shield. And, of course, you have his sword, but that's a basic sword. It's not the master sword, which you have to get to a certain level to get those weapons. But anyway, I just wanted to show you how much I knew about Link. Um, But anyway, that's a quiver. For those of you who don't, it's the carrying case of a weapon, which brings us to our last point. God will use our children to hit targets we can't reach. And the reason the warrior uses an arrow, because an arrow could hit targets far beyond the reach of a sword or the warrior. It could hit targets of a, a, our enemy that may be 100 yards away. If they're storming a castle, you could hit somebody on the city walls that you couldn't do by yourself. And I love this picture because our children are like arrows. And when we raise them and we train them in the faith, we are going to get them like this and let them go. And they are going to get hit targets that we can't even imagine. They are going to hit targets that we can't reach because of God. And this is why I'm excited about our ministry center. I'm excited as we teach our children the difference they're going to make. You know, in the schools, you know, on their organizations that they're with, you know, in their future jobs, they're going to make that difference. And they're going to be, we're going to shoot them out. And they're going to hit targets that we can't imagine. But kids, do you know that God already has a target for you? Yeah, he's given you certain gifts. He's given you certain passions. You know, he's given you certain skills. And he's going to use those things as we shoot you out to enable you to hit targets for God, to make a difference in this world. And this is why we're so excited for this children's ministry today. But today is a day where we also remember the sacrifice that Jesus Christ uh, made for us. And we do this through communion. And in 1 Corinthians 11.23, the Apostle Paul says, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, also he took the cup after supper, saying... 
This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you will proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We take communion to remember what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. Because remember the psalmist says, it is God and God alone who gives us rest. But because Jesus Christ died on the cross, for those who put our faith in him, what? We have our sins forgiven. So we don't have to live a life feeling guilty. We don't have to live a life in fear of God because the Bible says there is um, no... Oh, gosh, I'm just blanking out there. Somebody help me. For there is no condemnation. Oh, Lord. There is no condemnation in those who love Christ Jesus. Oh, man, I blanked out there. So sorry about that. But we don't have to fear, you know, God's condemnation. We don't have to fear death, which is something that most people fear. Why? Because Jesus Christ died on the cross, we promised eternal life. So we can have, the, we could live a life of rest. That's a so much promised because of communion, because of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross.